Good evening, night creatures, remnants of the Beltman clan across the world, and gamers. Welcome to the Amateur Otaku Podcast. We're excited to be here tonight live. The whole crew is here. We got Isaac, myself, Brandon, and our special guest, who hasn't been here in a while, but he he knows to talk good animation, especially now with Castlevania, the one and only El Guapo V.O., Rob Moreira, what's Indeed. up, man? Indeed, what's going down? Thanks for having me again. Yes, yes. Especially yes. Uh, Castlevania, because, man, do I love me some Castlevania. We haven't had you since we talked Castlevania, I think it was three, right? The third, nope. third season when it came out a Fenma. while ago? Fenma. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. And a pirate princess. Was there, uh, was oh, not. yeah. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I know, Yes. A good friend for my parents. Yes, yes. So we're excited to talk Castlevania Nocturne, the newest installment to Netflix's Castlevania anthology, because mm. it's not necessarily a season <clears throat> four, five of Castlevania. It's a new chapter. It's a whole new series with brand new characters, brand new art style, and amazing storylines. And what an amazing season one. It's already renewed for season two. Not surprised. And what a great, great 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 cast of characters and we can't wait to talk about it because we loved castlevania not turn this is the amateur talk the final take now rob let's get down to it yeah let's get to the nitty gritty right away nitty gritty you have been a long time gamer we know this yeah and <clears throat> and we love castlevania you love castlevania yeah. when you when you saw the teaser because i think the teaser for nocturne came out yeah at at the end after the re, re, after the release of the last season of the last castlevania right mm -hmm. so when you saw the teaser and now that you've seen the show yeah how was the hype been how's the journey been um well it, it it was i mean it was pretty awesome overall i would say i mean i i was already hype i mean you know I, i'm i i'm a I I'm not going to say I'm like the biggest Castlevania fan, but I am a fan. You know, I played the original series back in the day and I, you know, revisited them as I got older as well. You know, so, you know, Symphony of the Night is one that you always have to kind of revisit every now and again. Um, so after after watching the um, uh, the fir the first seasons um, and knowing that there was more coming out. And, you know, that we were going to be following Richter, who's a character that I probably know maybe the least about, truth be told. Um, I was actually kind of excited because I wanted I wanted to see where where they were going to go, uh, especially with my minimal knowledge on the character. It'd be I feel like I was kind of going at it from a nice place as like kind of like a regular audience member that's not, you know, fully entrenched in the Castlevania lore. So I didn't want to like, you know, immediately jump into like Rondo of Blood and like start replaying everything because it's been a while. Uh, so I didn't want to like refresh. I wanted to go in as as as, as fresh as possible uh, with no expectations. And truth be told, I mean, it, it was, um, I don't know what I expected. I don't know if I, I don't know, truth be told, if I expected anything, I was just kind of like, just going in waiting to see what they were going to give me and between the animation uh how like the 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 shift of how they did animation from the from the first uh, seasons to this one um 
the how how important music played a role in the overall season and then Richter's overall kind of arc. Uh, I I was actually really I was very happy. I I I I I liked everything. And besides Richter, like there there was like a it seemed like there were high emotional stakes kind of for everyone to some yes. capacity. Um, and I thought that was actually kind of cool because it kind of forced you. I went into it thinking this is a Richter story and you kind of walk away caring about everybody uh, to some, to some degree, which is pretty cool. Like I cared about Richter as much as I cared about Edward's story, um, which at one point you thought his story was over and then it really wasn't, which was really cool. Cause it was almost kind of like, all right, well that, that story ended. So now I don't have to think about it anymore. And the way they brought it back, uh, not sure if we're going to go into spoiler territory later, so I'm not going to go into it now. But but when it was brought back, I was kind of like, huh, this is an interesting take on it, especially considering how how much we went into uh, the nitty gritty of uh, forge masting and a uh, forge uh, forge making and, and and you know what it took to create the night creatures and how that happens and to see kind of it spun on its head in this one. It was, it was cool. There was a lot of, there was just a lot of things that were different that I thought were really refreshing overall. It, 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 it was, it felt familiar and yet very different from the initial three seasons that we got, which was really cool. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I think, I think you, you, you hit, you hit the nail on the head because as someone that is not an avid Castlevania fan because I haven't really played the games, but it's one of those, it's one of those, like, it's like, I'm going to say this. Everybody knows it by now. And Isaac hates me for it, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I respect greatness, right? And Castlevania to me is like the legend Don't of Zelda. You. Don't I haven't really played story, I'm a legend of Zelda game. To completion, where I can say, <laughs> "Wow, he's gonna keep us in suspense live." No, he just took me out of the stream because he's. <laughs> oh, that wasn't nice. Um, but what I'm trying to say, damn it, is that I just like Legend of Zelda. I recognize how big of an IP it is. I, I like I yeah, go to I YouTube you. and watch the stories and the lore. It's super interesting. It's super intricate, right? Like I, I I know the gaming experience is one thing, but I love the lore around it. And to me, that that's that's the kind of stuff that I go looking for. Mm. Castlevania is the same way. Like I'm the kind of guy that will go to YouTube, watch a lore video, and and get lost in that, right? And yeah. As someone whose primary connection to Castlevania is the series, the biggest question for me was going in is, I don't know when it's going to take place, when, as in terms of time, right? I don't know how much time has passed. I know it's a different character. Can, because the first couple of seasons of Castlevania, it was lightning in a bottle. Like, they, they got the right, they, they came up with the right cast, they got the right voice actors. They figured out the story. They figured out what's going to make it work. Like to the point that for those who haven't seen Castlevania's original seasons, you shouldn't be here. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Um, the fact that they were able to make an amazing show, even after Dracula was in a big role there. You know what I mean? True. Like the show was still strong, even without yeah. the presence of the main villain of the, of the games. Right. Like, 
you, the question was, can they capture that magic again? Can they make me care for new characters? Can mm. they make this world interesting and new again? And they definitely did. Like the, the idea that, um, like you said, it, you think it's going to be a Richter story, but it's really right. A, what a great way of introducing a new cast of characters and have yeah. us all care for them because yeah, the you, you that... care for the ensemble not just the main right. like the it, like as much as he is kind of the lead he's kind of mm -hmm. not really right if he's not the only lead right because everybody has stakes in the game and yeah and, and it's like the, it's like the lessons learned from the previous seasons because mm. anybody can say the first season of castlevania was pretty much trevor's story yeah it was all about trevor actually okay understanding that he needed to get his head back in the game understand mm -hmm. what his role is right. and then from there on it built to become the whole sci-fi alucard and everybody else right 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 right, Here, right. yeah they, 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 they took their time to develop trevor to develop alucard and sci-fi yeah. and and then kind of wrap them all together which is nice right. it, it, it very much was the story of the three right and he, yeah. they've done this here from the mm -hmm. get-go from and the beginning yeah way. yeah yeah what a great way of doing that. And um, before we jump in into analyzing it and then going into spoilers, um, that that's that's what it did for me. Like, like the fact that they they I feel they captured the magic again. Mm. I think they they've made me care about and remember, okay, so it wasn't just the characters that I fell in love with. I fell in love with this world. So I so I don't miss Trevor, I don't miss Sypha, I don't miss Alucard. Yeah, you know, I I fell in love with these characters now. Yeah, for sure. Like 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 I miss them in the sense that I like the story, but I don't miss right. that they're not in this story. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, like sure. the fact that they're mentioned, it's enough. Like I yeah. don't need to see them. Yeah, like, like we know the they existed. That, right. They're in the universe. That's enough. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for right. sure. Now, Isaac, going into this show, right? What was your reaction going into it? Isaac, of, of watching Castlevania Nocturne. Did it meet your expectations? Did it blow them away? How was it for you? I mean, I will say... Uh... You're muted, Papa. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, so, sorry. When I first <laughs> got uh, an initiator doing the more of Castlevania, I was kind of stoked because I love the original one with Trevor Seif and Alucard. I even uh, rewatched uh, re it uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, yeah, um, when I uh, didn't uh, had so much to do, and I just needed to focus on something, and those last two episodes of season four, they get me every time. If uh, you have watched it, you get it, especially the end of this last episode. But I digress. The I remember being one thing that surprised me though when they announced it was that they did announce that they were covering Richter and not Simon, considering well Simon is the uh, the most uh, recognizable after all. But uh, and the only one, uh, way I recognize Richter from the start is from Smash Brothers. Funny enough, and also I need to kick your ass in Smash Brothers again soon, but that's a different story. But when I, after watching this, I actually really enjoyed it. The only really 
negative, so to speak, is that, as I said uh, prior to the recording, that uh, I'm a bit disappointed that David Vincent, who was richer in at least the uh, Smash Brothers game, uh, I don't know if he did it previously in any other thing, didn't return, but the uh, guy that was his richer here he did a phenomenal job, so I can't complain. And I'm so glad we are getting a season two because if this was the only season, then the, the then the ending of the first season would just piss me the f off, or should I say, piss me the fuck off? But yeah, and you're muting, uh, Brandon. There it is. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a great season. They did so many things right. They made a lot of things also and to make it feel fresh because figure in animation it's very easy to to make things feel like retreads right you have to make key decisions to make it feel new and they definitely did it with the art style and not just the redesign of the characters because on all the different characters stills that we've seen you can see how they've evolved the original designs into the designs that we see now. But I don't know why, but I don't know if you guys felt this. I felt this with the art style, um, which it speaks to the period of time, which is during the French Revolution in the in the in the um, late 1800s. It everything feels like impressionist paintings. There's a lot of use of color. And like, and the way color is used, and the way the brush, and, and how a lot of things feel like brush strokes as opposed to actual drawings. Like I see stuff like this, and it, and it reminds me of a lot of backgrounds, like especially Terra's Garden and stuff like that, where when she's like when I forgot her name, when Maria is is burying the bird that that her creature that that dies. Spoilers ahead, by the way. Like those shots and the use of colors remind me, like these are Clown Monet paintings, which are from the era. And a lot of the art style feels like this. And it reminds me of this. And and, and there's moments like, I don't know if you caught it, um, Rob and Isaac, where you go back to the back when we're seeing Annette's backstory in Saint Domingue. There's a lot of um abstract art styles and video shots like when she's running away like it, it's very abstract it's very interesting taking into account the, the cultural background and style of different countries and to me that was so great and so refreshing because it made me feel oh wait this is not this is not like this is not your daddy show right you know what i mean like this is this is mine this is something that feels more close to home and it breathes new life into it like the art style and the action which is great <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought it was really cool. I I thought it was a great um a a, a a great approach to it. I will say, because of how niche it is, it could be jarring to a lot of people though. So I will yes. say that is that yes. it's it's not one hundred percent all viewer friendly either. Like you do have to have a bit of a creative eye to kind of appreciate what they're doing because there were many moments with the animation that I was looking at it that in, 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 in 
for different reasons. Like I got so sucked into what was happening in the background and what I was kind of looking at and trying to understand that I missed the action that was happening now. And that's from an appreciation standpoint. It, that's hundred percent valid from somebody who's yeah. not appreciated, uh, appreciative of it. They just see it and being like, why is this show trying to give me a seizure? Like there's so much happening and it's so, it's so jittery. It, it almost yeah. feels like that. It's kind of hard for your eyes to kind of track what's going on. So that's one thing I will say that it's kind of like, you do have to kind of be a, a special kind of viewer to truly appreciate right. what they did. And did they potentially maybe go a smidge overboard with it on certain sections because it may turn some people off. Um, so I think that was something that kind of stood out to me where I was kind of like, Oh, that's dope. I see what they're doing. That's really awesome. Mm. Uh, I could see why people may hate this though. Um, yes. which is another yes. thing. So, so that's something to kind of keep in mind for anybody jumping into it fresh and brand new. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when people saw the um the uh, uh the new Spider-Man movie like because of its style because of that new Sony style that they use in Spider-Man there are certain sections where you know I, like I was like whoa animation wise like they're doing some like wild stuff here but a cousin of mine saw the same movie and she was like my eyes were exhausted from that movie she actually hated it she loved the story, but the animation was too much for her eyes. She was like, it's just too much. There was too much. They're throwing so on. much at you. Yeah. There's just so sometimes much. Sometimes you can't process at... everything. Exactly. So yep. this, uh, you know, now with that kind of frame of mind, I was just like, it's interesting the direction that certain, you know, animators are taking. Is it pushing it too far and pushing the animation That's to a niche a audience and kind of escaping the mass the overall mass market you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. and you have shots like this one like the mm -hmm. the, the depth yeah the, the depth, depth of the perspective the perspective yeah. there is like wild yeah yeah there's a, there's a lot of different things a lot of so many layers mm -hmm. like like these are the and, and the funny thing is the fact that we just saw Castlevania season four, what maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, yeah, this yeah, looks so different. And like, I don't know if you guys felt this way too. Like, and Isaac, I want to get your feedback on this. Like, I felt it from the first shot of the first episode, the water animation. Like, you know how people talk about water animation in video games? It's like, bro, I can see it. The drip is sweat. You know what I mean? Like, but the water, like the way the water was, the boat going through it, the waves, like, oh, I was like, what am I watching? Like, I was just blown away. But but it's but it's but everything you're saying is 100 percent right. Because especially in 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 Spider-Verse, it makes me think about especially not only doing drastic animation takes, but also pushing colors to their extremes mm -hmm. to make that work and the drastic changes of colors. Right. Like a lot of times we underestimate how much we can process. Mm -hmm. You like, you know what I mean? And, and, and that's, I never thought about it that way till you mentioned it and it's, and it's hundred percent true. Yeah. Cause um, like, you know, we, we're, we are appreciators of, of the style and the art 
uh, you know what I mean? Like, like we, because of that, we can appreciate and understand what it is that they're trying to do. But, but the everyday, you know, just normal viewer, that's not an avid diehard fan. That's just looking for a cool anime to check out can watch this and can easily be turned off by that already create a negative perception of the show and then now see only the negative in the show moving right. forward. Like it's going to be hard to kind of knock them out of that. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's not for everyone. Nothing is for everyone. Ultimately, right. you know what I'm saying? Like this definitely caters yeah. to a specific audience, uh, presumably the video game audience. But even then uh, I feel like there may be a bit of a split there um, because of that, not necessarily just because of that, but I think that may be one thing that might stand out to people is because it was a change and it is now, uh, uh an unfamiliar style to a capacity. Um, I think that could, you know, potentially rub some folks the wrong way. I, again, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was really cool. It was very yeah. unique. I like the, um, I like that they, they, they did a lot of the, uh, stationary background, while the characters moved within the stationary. So it was kind of like they were walking through paintings. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, So yeah, like there was a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of like just visual artistic uh, painting specific effects that they were working with that I thought was actually pretty dope. So, so Isaac, what was your take on the animation? Um, I want to hear your take. Because you've watched, because you rarely watch anime, right? Said I'm not. Watch? You watch too much. Me watching anime. Uh, what's an anime? I didn't know. But, but I actually enjoyed it because you haven't seen that much uh, stuff in animation right now. But at the same time, like Rob said, I can understand why someone wouldn't like this animation style because. For example, with Spider-Man, I wasn't able, uh, for those that are not aware, I have epilepsy, so, and, (laughs) so it's sort of like, for me, it's like, what can I watch at home, what should I watch, sort of like there, and judging by the animation from what I heard and seen, I don't, I wouldn't dare watch that, but, um, Spider Wars at the movies, but uh, it just I it could just soak every frame. It, it, it's sort of like uh, how you uh, talk about it. It's like a painting because it's a pa- uh, every frame or at least majority of the frames are like a painting, and that's what's so cool about it. But at the same time, like Rob said, it could can be a bit much at times. Yeah. And, and I think it's all linked to, like, they really wanted it to feel like a period piece, which is why they make those choices, which is interesting because that's one of the key things of the Castlevania lore is that almost every game we're following a different hero but in a completely different time period, like years, decades, centuries have passed in between games. And, and we still deal with evil and, and fights. And I, and I like how when it comes to the storyline, not just the idea that it takes place during the French Revolution, um, the idea that we were able to see 
how all of these characters fit in into the time period but also you have a story of the gener of a generational story right the idea that we carry our ancestors we carry story within us and exploring that theme of story you know like the idea of of Annette carrying all her ancestors and how she's a representative of all those that came before her the idea that Richter has to make a choice to be the the last bearer of the Belmont name after everything that's happened the idea that that Maria has to decide what her what her position towards the future of the country is going to be you know which which i find it interesting that all of them are playing different roles that not only intertwine with their own personal stories but also with what's going on in the time period so um that that's one of the things that i like about the stories because it felt global in a sense that anybody could find something to relate to not just because of the time period piece but it also felt that unique and relatable to so many people like i wasn't expecting me to be able to relate on different levels with every character which that's one of the reasons why i love the story so much and i'm excited like even if i don't get a season two i know we're getting one but it's one of those things that i they accomplished so much in the realm of story that that i was very satisfied you know what i mean like 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 even if i didn't get a sequel to this game this game was just so good <laughs> that i am satisfied that's how i felt with the story um now we have new characters we talked about it we have we have richter in the forefront as the new belmont that we're following mm -hmm. we have a new villain yeah which which what is it Elizabeth bathory Elizabeth bathory which is really cool because elizabeth elizabeth bathory is is an actual historical figure she was uh, her whole th her which which is what I thought was so cool introducing her because Elizabeth Bathory it was believed I, I think it was even like actually proven but she 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 was <laughs> known to bathe in the blood of virgins to keep herself young and this was an actual person so the fact that in this she's a vampire totally tracks <laughs> right right yeah so that was yep. pretty dope but yeah, yeah. It, they, they call her Elizabeth Bathory, but in the show, but her actual name is Elizabeth. And there's, we follow, now the whole thing with Elizabeth and, and, and the whole plan of the vampires, I want to know what you guys thought about that. Mm. The fact that they turned, they made the decision to, to make the villain's plan very parallel to how rich people actually are <laughs> like really really powerful people in society actually are and i found that very interesting very personal and very and the idea that vampires are forsook the life of the poor and like i love those parallels in story when when you guys saw that the idea that yes all the marquees all the people of money they're all vampires and and they're all literally sucking the literally, the people dry. What do you guys think about that parallel? Because that's not something that we really explored in the original series. It it, it really made they made a point to make this something center to how they presented the enemy. Personally, I I while I liked it 
when it was kind of introduced, it felt like they were trying to, um, it's like they wanted to make sure that the nuance wasn't missed. So they presumed the audience was stupid and smashed you over the head with the idea. And I was kind of like, that is true. It's like, guys, I got it. Yes. Rich people suck. They're vampires. They suck the money. They suck you. I get it. But damn, like, God, all right, man, I, I I get the metaphor. I understand. So if it, it felt heavy handed on purpose, because in order for the story to progress, you had to understand that fact. So it was like, while they wanted to be like cool and make like a slick metaphor at the same time, they were like, look at the cool metaphor we're looking and understand, understand what we're saying. <laughs> So I was kind of like, shit, okay, got it. Okay. It's like pay your writers. No. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was like they were, you know, it's kind of like they beat you over the head with the idea. And it was really just, but though to, to to be fair, it only felt like that. And I think it was really just kind of like the first episode or second episode. Yeah. When they like did. after after we really get into the whole battery thing, yeah, it kind of it goes, it's yeah, there, yeah. but it's, it's not like it's as... there, but now they can like move right. on. Like, but it's like when they did that, it was kind of like we want to make sure you understand what we mean by this entire metaphor. Thank you for watching our show. Now we can move on to the story. So I was like, <laughs> you could have just held up a sign that said rich people equal vampires or whatever. You know, what I mean? it's like I got it. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I thought that was kind of like, I found it humorous. Like it wasn't like, it didn't take me out of it, but it was like, all right. In case anybody watching is dumb, here you go. <laughs> here it is. There you go. Rest for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> for the dummies. This is what we mean. <laughs> yeah. oh, Our winner God. speaks truth. It's a universal yeah. constant. Sadly. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that yeah. that that is absolutely the case. You know, no shade on my own. No, no shade on the nice rich people. But, you know, <laughs> you know, but but it, it we're is not trying cool. to say you're douchey, but, uh, but no, but it, but it is cool to yeah. see, though, um, uh, uh, that because it almost kind of feels like especially like in movies like Interview with the Vampire, it's like we know they're, they are affluent to a degree, but they also like to lurk in the shadows. While in Castlevania, they were kind of like, no, we're, we're vampires, we're rich, and we're out in the open. We're here. This is who we yep. are. So I, th I thought that, that that take on it was actually kind of cool. Right. Which, again, is another, it's another fresh take. Like the idea that vampires didn't operate the same way. I right. was also very refreshing and a great step forward. Yeah, like they didn't it. hide that they were vampires. They were like, we're right. rich and we're vampires and we run shit. What are you going to yeah. do? You're And poor. if you find out, <laughs> you're going to find out. Like, you oh, you're going to revolt? Oh, well, guess what? We got a god coming, so. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the whole Sekhmet Egyptian god of bruh, that right there I loved it. I, I like, love the fact that what? they gave us a big, <laughs> yeah, that they gave us a big bad like that to me was like, okay, bet. And yeah. it's funny because when they start introducing who she is and she shows up in mm. this golden carriage, like Atlas, yeah. like, bro, I got this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I like, I love that shot of her with the, um, the, the girl that they bring her. And yeah. she's like on the floor, and you see, like yes, and she looks like a moon. Yeah, I was yes. like, that is a great shot. That yep. is so cool. Yep, I thought that was a really it, nice still. 
it was one of those things where by I by that episode, which by the way, that's like episode, I think it's five or six or whatever. Yeah, it's well I'm like the series at that point because they yeah, took a at that point. Future. At that point, you're like, yeah, they ain't beating her ass. That that's not happening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. at no, that point. You're like, I mean. Yeah. She's she sucked the blood of a of an Egyptian goddess. Apparently, gods exist to some capacity, and it's so. Well, I mean, I, so I was Trevor like, beat death. So right, gods. Well, yeah, true, true, true. But like you know, that's death. No, 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 I death, gotcha. death exists everywhere. You know, what I'm saying that right. that that that's that that's a universal constant. But the fact that an Egyptian god exists, like that's very specific. It's yes. kind of like, oh, well, if Egyptians gods ex exist. What else exists that right. they're, you know, what are they trying to say? What else is out there? So I thought that I was very like, okay, we're getting into some very interesting territory. So, and that's my favorite thing. Mm. My favorite decision mm. is, is that the way they chose to expand Castlevania lore mm -hmm. is by saying, okay, most of the Castlevania lore, most of the games take place within this region of Europe. And then they went, but wait a minute. There's lore all over the world. Yeah. There's stuff in Africa. There's stuff in the Caribbean. There's mm -hmm. stuff. The fact that they decided, oh, no, we're going to make the entire, you know, mythical knowledge of magic, shamanism, everything around the world, we're going to bring it into the Castlevania universe in one way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, was like, Okay, they just said, guys, the entire world is our is our is our is our um is our toy box, and we're gonna find a way to make Castlevania work there. Because now if they decide to go somewhere else and create a brand new character in a different region and just stamp the Castlevania name on it, I I, I can see it happen and I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Like mm. I like that it's still taking place in Europe, but that it's so expansive in that way. And it, I le and that takes me to this. One of my favorite characters, which I want to know who your favorite character in the series was um, of the characters that we met. Mm. My favorite character in this show mm. is none other than Orlox. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah, this, this yeah. guy. Orlox was a pretty he was he was a very interesting character because you yep. felt like you wanted to hate him and then you kind of liked him and then yep. yeah he was very he was very very complex yeah sam mclaren did an amazing job yeah bringing all rock to life yeah for sure and, i agree and the whole idea of his aztec heritage Mm -hmm. You know, that we're going all the way to the Aztecs, to that area of South America, and then his connection to the Mohicans and the Revolutionary War in the United States. Like, the the charisma, the charm, the idea that he knows that he's a monster, but that there's always bigger monsters than than vampires. And like, and, like, the idea that there's bigger monsters against society. Like, he understands what he is. And he's still going to do vampire things, right? But you never really see him kill for the sake of killing like other vampires. Like he knows what it is to have nothing and have it taken away from you and understand that what he's gotten back 
has been a gift kind of because even even when we meet him to fight Julia Belmont, which by the way, phenomenal fight, tragic death, and mm. we finally got ghost skulls. Like right, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. We dope. finally got the ghost skulls, so that was that was a great, great, great insertion there. Yeah. But he didn't kill Julia to feed. He killed right. Julia because Julia killed his partner. Right. Like, this is a very... He he rem, he reminds me of Dracula. Yeah, it was personal. Yes, in the way he operates. And, mm -hmm. and even when he saves Mizrak, which, again, a great... Another great addition to this cast. Mm -hmm. um, and I like the fact that by the end of the series, he's part of the crew now. So we're right. going to be seeing more of him. Yeah, we'll definitely um, get more Mizrak. So, so I like the idea that, you know, there's a humanity in this monster. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, that's why he can't stand Ersima Bathory. Because right. he's seen monsters like her before. Mm. And monsters like her before don't do good for anybody. Because right. all they think about is themselves. Yeah. Which, again, it's a, it's a good distinction. Because in the past... All we had was Dracula and the other vampires, right? And like, because in the original series, we have Dracula for the first two seasons. And then mm -hmm. the other two seasons, we have a little bit of Isaac, but also we have like humans being just shitty, right? right. That's kind of what the villains are in season three and four. But in here, it would go back to vampires, but now we're seeing all, all of that idea and we're blurring the lines even further with who's actually friend or foe. Mm. But Ross was my favorite character. And he was Sharpman's fuck, dude. <laughs> like, he was great. He was great. Uh, uh, I think you got a crush on all rocks. I don't know. Why do you think I, I picked this picture? I think you're guy crushing on all rocks. <laughs> I, I mean, think a lot of guys are guy crushing on all rocks, <laughs> truth be told. It's like, that is hey, a hey, damn handsome You know what the funny vampire. thing is? You want to know what the funny thing is? Mm. He, do, he has earned El Guapo. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, uh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. That was a damn, damn charismatic and attractive yes. vampire. I'll give them that. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, that's um, a very well-designed character. Isaac, what was your favorite character in this new season? Mm -hmm. Or if anything, a character arc, because I know you're big on arcs and stuff. Well, this might be a bit cliche to say, but Richter. Ah, oh, Richter fan. Okay. Not Just a, for not a, one simple reason. Yes, for one simple reason, he, uh, the fact that they, about uh, he's struggling with the PTSD and, and the fact that he managed, uh, how he managed to uh, come up with it and all, the, come out of it and all that. Yes, sure, it's yeah. not uh, a super duper uh, realistic at the same time realistic with how his uh, uh, panic attack. At the middle of the, it was, I can say from experience that panic attack like that is, <laughs> uh, well, let's just say that it felt very realistic. And yeah. due to his trauma, even uh, as someone that has been diagnosed with PTSD, uh, it was easy to connect with him, even if I don't share the same <laughs> exact problem. Mm. Yeah. Look who's joining us. Welcome, Jamie. Hey, everybody. Sorry, I'm late. I Phone calls, people, <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. 
it's all good. It's all good. You came in a good spot. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I am just going to throw you out there. So we're talking about our, our favorite characters or what our favorite character or story was in, in this show. Um, I shared how I have a guy crush on all rocks. You know, I made sure I swiped. What is it left? How's that? <laughs> like <this? laughs> um, Isaac talked about Richter. Um, if you were to pick a character that was like your definitive favorite character so far, who was it? Um, ah, uh, no, I didn't miss any simping, you know, I'm sure there'll be more. Um, but <laughs> yeah, there was hardcore simping over all rock. So <laughs> if I had to stop it, one character, it's kind of crazy because at first I didn't like this about this character, but then it kind of just became really funny. I think I pick Edouard as my favorite character. Fair. It's just like watching him, first of all, I was not as after he got, um, like bitten and then he was like kind of tossed in the pile with everybody else i didn't really think we were gonna see him again i was like oh dang that's unfortunate like he seemed cool he likes to sing and then boy does he like to sing because <laughs> that he does a lot more of that um yeah. throughout the rest even of the after show. he got night creatured <laughs> yeah even after he got night especially when he got night creatured he's like you know this is the yeah. one thing that i know i can do that i, I can connect to people with my voice and I was like a little bit upset about the how much singing he was doing as a night creature because I was thinking like, you know, shouldn't he try to like make a plan to get out of here or like he he literally just sat on the ground and sang the whole time. <laughs> like they, there was not much movement out of Edouard. But then I came to realize like, no, okay, Edouard's living his best life. He's singing to people. He's connecting with them. He's um, reaching out to these night creatures that before is like, you know, he was like um, the rest of them. He would like dispose of the night creatures as he had to, you know, just to survive. But then he found that like deeper level with them through his voice and also just talking with them and connecting. I'm like, okay, Edouard, I see you. I see you. I wish he would have helped with the fights a little bit when they were near him. He could have reached through the bars, grabbed somebody, maybe. But no, he just he just kept sitting you know, there. No, no, he, he he hey, he's the quintessential bard. He hides and he sings and power ups the party. That's his job. <laughs> yeah, he did that. He did that. So Edouard, he kind of became my favorite meme character. What's if up? I had to What's pick up, another one, I would probably say i kind of like the priest i don't Ooh. like what he did the abbot and he yeah. the abbot yes the abbot i don't think he's a good person but he has yeah, a very a <laughs> complicated <laughs> like story that's told in a really interesting way i think even with the way that the season ended i'm really curious like how how does he stay active in this story going forward? Like, what is his mm -hmm. role in the future? The Abbot was really interesting and, and seeing like everything that unfolded with him. Um, I was unexpectedly surprised. It was cool. Hmm. Argwinder joins the chat and says that Abbot, the Abbot looks like Emperor <laughs> Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's awesome. Talk Talk about character it's development. Not wrong. There he goes. He looks like Palpatine, but he gives off Moff Tarkin vibes. 
for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you know what's interesting? I, I love that Jamie brought the Abbott because part of me, it's tired of of seeing all the religious archetypes just, you know, be the archetypes as people that justify horrible things in the act of God, right, and all that. Yeah. But. But I do like the fact that they chose to contrast it with Mizrak. Like Mizrak, yes, is still in the gray, but he's actually trying to do what should be considered the right thing. So I like the fact that we kind of got a paladin now in the in the in the party. So I kind of want to see where that goes. Are you gonna RPG you know? every every character in the show? <laughs> it needs to happen. Yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You know, you know that, you know that, uh, what was the name, what was the name of the main character of Final Fantasy VI? Lock? Like, Richter got strong lock vibes. That's all I'm saying. He's he throwing daggers and grabbing them back. And then he does, like, magic daggers, which, again, that, that was pretty badass. Um, now, Rob, we haven't asked you. Your favorite character. Um, your favorite, <laughs> your favorite character for the show. Um, I have two. I got I got a hero and a villain, but hero wise, uh, it's 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 got to be Richter. Richter is definitely my favorite. Um, uh, uh, I loved how awesome his skills are pre magic. I mean, the fact that when that he was flicking daggers and bringing them back with his whip was like, damn, he's good. Like, he was just flexing no, up them at that it point. Is so and, good. And, and mind you, like just chilling at that. Yeah. Like, not even really trying. He's just like clink, clink. This is just what I do. This is just this is just no. And did you guys notice that is that was so awesome mm. that they literally had Edward say, "That's amazing." Yeah, because yeah. it is like the guys. What? Like, is, is nobody else seeing what this this kid is doing? Because mm -hmm. that's amazing. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. so I I will give him that. And then post uh, getting his magic powers back, at that point it was kind of like, damn. All right, now it's just op here. The guy yeah. doesn't even need yep. weapons if he need, if he has to, but he can. I mean, a fire whip. That's that's dope. <laughs> that's freaking sick. So yeah, it's kind of hard not to like Richter, especially after yes. he threw the bandana on. Once he threw the bandana on, which was funny was because done. like, because when he got it and then he put it in his pocket, I was kind of like, "It's coming! He's throwing <laughs> it on! It's coming!" And then when he finally, you know, got his powers on and he put his bandana on, I was like, "That's it! That's my boy right there! That's it! That's him! That's the dude!" So, Did you catch the music cue though? Oh yeah. 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 So, when they played yeah, his was, song, bro. Yeah, they played his song. It was kind of like, oh, yes. So that, so yeah, that was that was pretty dope. So yeah, Richter for sure. I thought he, I thought he did a, an amazing job, and obviously the voice actor himself did a uh, did, did, yeah. did a phenomenal job of him. It was kept him, Edward Blumel. Kept him chill, yeah. smooth, you know, smooth, nuanced. You know, yeah. he had that very relaxed young guy vibe, and but when he got serious, like you heard, you heard his his tonal change. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty dope. Uh, as for like my favorite villain, I loved Drolta. I thought she was awesome. She had the heels with no heel on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all picked up on those shoes because those shoes <laughs> yep. was crazy. I was like, you hold on. Herself She's all over, just bro. straight up on mm -hmm. the balls of her feet. She got no heel walking like a badass. And when she went into full demon vampire form at the end and you saw her hair just shimmer black and pink i was i was like oh she's 
I, 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 I love her. I let her take a bite. <laughs> she can take a bite. I'm happy. I'll be a slave. I'll be your chalice. Whatever you want, Drolta. Come on, girl. I'll take you to a show. <laughs> Listen, I'll let Drolta. I'll be her chalice. I don't care. Like, I've been told I have some sweet blood. I mean, you know. Hey, listen. You want, <laughs> listen, if you need that, be negative. Just right here. Insert here, please. <laughs> I love so, that yeah. you mentioned the boots. Yo, those because... every time she came on, I was like, look at them boots. She is so it's... fierce. Did you guys notice that it creates a imagery because when she becomes like she, when she embraces when she evolves into right. human Jolta? Yeah, 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 yeah. She literally has hooves. Yeah, they're hooves. Yeah, that she's yeah, she and, looks and like the idea a, that yeah. she's like hiding in plain sight. Yeah, how demonic she really is. That was mm -hmm. pretty brilliant. It was great. Yeah, I, I loved her character design though. Like I love that she yep. had a uh like, like in the picture that you see it there, that her eyes match her hair and that there's yep. this kind of like fade of color. I mm -hmm. thought that was really cool. And it kind of moves like when she moved, like the fade would kind of move also. Like she she yep. had this demonic uh, like essence about her, which was really dope. I thought that was awesome. And, and, and the fact that they painted her pick her hair in a way where it's not like it doesn't look like hair like though you look at it there it's it, it's like an outline with an essence that's yep. that is her hair i thought that was such a clever detail to add um but yeah i love drolta heart drolta heart drolta yes. forever drolta forever yes yes that's my boo um my what boo are the things that i loved about richter because again, I didn't mention he is my favorite of the heroes. He is my favorite. Um, Annette is a very close second because her arc is great as well. And her yeah. powers are very cool. But you um, level rocks. Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I level rocks. Don't make me like flush, man. <laughs> if you like pina colada. No. You're going to have an old rock tattoo all over your heart. <laughs> Your girl's gonna right, be yeah. like, uh, um, "Who's that?" Be like, "No one. It's my favorite cartoon character." Thank God, it's a birthmark. You can it's hit me with there. that skull anytime. <laughs> no. um, so the whole thing with Richter that I found so cool—it wasn't just the elemental powers. The idea that he would build instant ice armor whenever he was fighting hand to hand, bro. Like the the elbow pads. The yeah, fist. the ice gloves. Yeah, ice yeah like the ice shield Which out could of be nowhere. Used, like defensively and offensively, I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Like that he, was very really Devil May Cry too. Like, like, like. Yeah, I don't know if you remember on uh, Devil May Cry three, uh, when you grab the Beowulf gloves and the kicks, that you got the gauntlets and you and it's all like it reminded me a lot of that. Um, so it's it's a lot of cool stuff. Um, so if you were to pick a favorite moment or sequence. What was it, Rob? If you were to pick one, I mean, you kind of already said with Richter. Is that the moment? Uh, I, yeah, but but I will we'll, we'll shelve that one because I feel like that one's too obvious. Um, yeah. If I had to pick one, I I feel like there's two, like two moments. Edward singing Lacrimosa in the last episode, I thought was incredible. I thought that was yeah. amazing. I thought that 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 just wrapped up all everything that was going on so so beautifully. Yeah. Um, so musically, I really enjoyed that one. Mm -hmm. And from a cheeky fun side, 
Just's introduction was freaking <laughs> hilariously awesome. I thought yes. that was so awesome. Yes. And the fact that Richter was kind of like, oh, I'm going to take these guys out. Where'd my whip go? <laughs> and this old man is just like, whack, 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 taking these dudes out. And the first thing he says is, forgot how heavy that thing is i was like oh that's amazing i love that <laughs> he literally pulled a captain america on yeah. your left that's yeah. literally what happened it was so dope i was like man yeah. just came up and it goes to show you how badass belmonts are man regardless of their age like they're just nasty yeah. vampire hunters so i thought and they're I thought, all sarcastic I thought, I and idiots cool. i love that too like they all have that sarcasm built in. Yeah, they're all just like kind of jerks to everyone. You're like, oh yeah, makes you're my, sense. You're my grandkid, whatever. <laughs> it makes sense since he's uh, very voiced by Bruce Wayne. Also, yes, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, Ingl oh, yeah. uh, Ian Glenn. Oh, oh Ian Glenn. Ian yeah, play yeah, Bruce yeah. in uh, in Titans. Uh, voice him. So. Mm. Nice, nice. Mm. Yeah, I like so, that. Yeah. I like yeah, those moments. So I, I I I I would say that was Just's um, intro was pretty dope. No, and I want to I want to tee off on that. I don't. It's to that moment where literally he goes, Tara, we had a deal. I was like, did she tell you? He's like, no, she didn't tell me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right. Oh, yeah, okay. It's just so oh, matter man. of fact. Like, okay. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I spilled the beans on myself. Oh well. <laughs> Jamie, if you were to pick a scene or a moment that was your favorite, what would it be? What would it have been? Um, well, the first one, which um it seems like y'all have talked about already, but like Richter's like awakening and getting the magic powers back. That's probably my favorite. Super Saiyan Richter. Super Saiyan Richter. <laughs> there you go. God Super Saiyan God Richter. Right. Uh, if I had to pick another one, I think it would be um, like actually in that last episode when the abbot is um, like, you know, he's about to sacrifice Maria, which was already like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe this guy. <laughs> um, and then um, I can't remember. What is Maria's um, mom's name? Tara. So bad for names. Tara. Tara. Yeah. Tara. She looks at the abbot and she's like, you know, like you were looking for like your lamb, but like oh, here I am. Like, oh, this, yeah, I am that was like, do oh. what you need to do, like save our daughter. I was yeah. like, that that was really oh, impactful. That, that was, was a good pretty, moment. That was pretty amazing. Emmanuel, I'm the ram. That yeah, I'm the ram. Yeah, and when then when that, you see like, her, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. And how crazy and horrific was, was that scene when you see her turn? That was like, like. What are the last images we see? Is that yeah. no? It's that, funny that like that happened. I was pick. like, I great remember pick. going, "Oh no, now what?" And then the episode finishes, and I go, and I was like, "Oh come on, I gotta wait." Yeah, <laughs> damn, I hate how good that was. <laughs> Let me call Eddie Shankar. <laughs> Write it now. Tell me what's happening. Um, Isaac, favorite moment or scene? Good one though, Jamie. Uh, introduction, uh, sort of the even if it's short and sweet, uh, the reoccurrence of a certain stoic of uh, vampire. Yeah, I would say to Super Saiyan Richter uh, going Super Saiyan, but since we all have noticed it, yeah. mentioned it before, I go with the, the reintroduction of Alucard. Yeah, the return 
of the white knight. That freaking gorgeous human being. See, you sim for Elrox the way I sim for Alucard. I know. <laughs> I'm just me. I simp hard for Alucard. <laughs> so since we have this now, Isaac brought it up. Great cliffhanger. Let's start there because yeah. the fact that he I just love your new steps... nickname, Brandon. By the way, that you. Alrox simp. The Alrox simp. Nice. I'll take it. Um, great reintroduction to Alucard. Great surprise. I love the fact that he comes back deadly and never. And the first thing he does in he one shots Drolta, which nobody has been able to even kind of touch. Like, mm-hmm. like, like Richter's done damage, Brandon, but he you just finish, before you finish, watch how you talk about my girl. All right, continue. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Put some respect watch on how you talk about my woman, all right? I, I, I'm the same, bro. Just saying, she, she can take care of herself, real quick, but watch how you talk about her. <laughs> but can we all agree that I don't know how, but what a phenomenal Alucard redesign! Yeah, and yeah. it's very, and it, he looks just like Symphony of the Night Alucard. Oh yeah, now. like one hundred percent. He looks like the yeah. artwork. Yeah, it's like yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh. They kept him so, which was which is awesome because he's so different from everything in the show mm-hmm. that because of how flat he looks, he stands out even more. Yep. Yeah. Like, Especially in he the darkness. looks like he doesn't belong in yep. this world. He's so. Yep. On another level, I yeah. Speculation I here or not, I, I don't remember if you guys recall uh, me mentioning it in our season three review. But you know, since uh, uh, Dracula is uh, uh, did came back to life in the end of season uh, four, mm. what are the odds that he returned to Alucard and became a mentor to him? And that's why he is uh, so. By the looks of it, so much more powerful than it was uh, back in the season four. Potentially, I mean, the, I mean, you know, he he already was had that, you know, gorgeous paleness to him, but the dude came back like <laughs> Alucard the White, you know, yeah. like he lo- <laughs> like he looks like he came back looking crazy, you know what I mean? Like yep. he looks otherworldly. Uh, yep. He was he was a little bit more embedded in realism uh, uh, in the original. So I mean that is I I, I mean maybe I, I say that's a hell of a hell of a theory though. I like the idea that he comes back and says, "And there's the Belmont with whip and all." <laughs> <laughs> now, my favorite moment was going to be the one that Jamie mentioned. Oh, but, I thought you were gonna say, you know, when All Rocks was on screen, but okay. Stop it. Um, <laughs> Whenever I mean, All Rocks spoke was my favorite. <laughs> I mean, it fits your nickname. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. You just added it to my thing without your new nickname should be Brandon wishes he was Mizrak. <laughs> Brandon Mizrak should be your new name. Wow. I a lot has <laughs> happened today. Um no, you know do this what I did. Anything. No. So, <laughs> we love you. We so, love I love I, I the Ram thing to me was so emotional and so powerful. Um the whole arc with Richter was great. Um, 
I I want to say I, I don't know if I want I don't know if I can pick a moment because all of you guys picked so many great moments. Um, but the the whole thing where Annette and and Richter are there and they come to terms with each other and they they accept their differences and what they've gone through and you feel the little spark there. I oh, like the oh, fact when they're in the room. Yes, mm -hmm. I love that moment because because they set something up that's that wasn't important there, but it's mm. going to be important later. Mm -hmm. Like I love all the way they set up what the future seasons are going to be, mm -hmm. and that's one of the many moments that they set up that was great. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that that was a moment that I found very sweet, very unique, um, and and not how, overly. Like it, it didn't feel like like uh, like it was like honey dumped over your head either. Like it was right. just a little bit, right? Just enough so right. that you can like see they they found they found enough common ground. Yeah, to be like I can like this person. You yeah, know what I mean, like yeah. I can connect. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think we've given enough. I, I, we got to give more love to Annette as a character because what a badass heroine we have. Yeah. You know and. And and also she brings a lot to the team. That's like I love the fact that all of them brought something very very different. I love mm -hmm. the fact that the magic that she does is very different than the magic that Richter does and right. the magic that Maria does. Like everybody does something very very different. Yeah. So I want to see how she grows as a character and also gets closer to Richter. Mm -hmm. Um. Now, in season two, which officially has been announced, which I am very excited for that. So, Isaac, you don't have to break the internet. It's it's, it's happening. We're getting mm. a season two. It's okay. Put the pitchforks down. I'm telling you that and telling you that because you missed it. So... I, know, I let you change my name. Give me this. Nah. Even though I love my name. No, but... <laughs> so, I'm excited for season two. Now, if there's one thing in season two that you can see, that, that you want to see, what would that be? Because the one thing I want to see, I want to see the castle again. Because if Alucard's there, he may have fixed in the last 300. By the way, the idea that Saifa acted as a timestamp here, because Saifa existed 300 years ago. So... Alucard has had plenty of time to fix the movable motors of the castle of the of Dracula's castle. So he may be so the fact that we might be able to go back into the castle to get stronger, train, get more equipment, and stuff like that. I kind of want to go back to the castle, you know, because Castlevania. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the one yeah. thing I'm looking forward to. Is there anything you guys are looking forward to in season two that you would like to be there? Uh, personally, um, I'm sure it's going to happen, but I'd love to see Alucard training Richter more. Like, give him some, give him some badass training. I mean, he already came in. Clearly, he's uh, Alucard is way more OP than Richter is. So it'd be cool to see him, like, kind of show him the ropes a little bit. I think that'd be pretty dope to see both characters. I want him to talk about Trevor. And yeah. just talk about how horrible Trevor was, and Richter be like, just the same. <laughs> like, look, I want to see that. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be interesting. But yeah, I'd like to see yeah. that. I would like to see that for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, speaking of Trevor, I think what I'm looking forward to um, for the next season is probably some more, like, grit, you know? Now that we've seen, like, Richter kind of come into his own and reawaken to his powers and, like, I guess kind of, even if he's not completely okay with, like, the way that he left things with his mom, at least he's now, you know, he's understanding that he can move past, I guess, these feelings of regret and really try to make a difference for the people that he still has with him. Um, I'm looking forward to some more of that grit. I admittedly did miss Trevor a little bit. I'm kind of like the roughness that he has. And he's just very much like, you know, I do the thing. So I do the thing. Like, I'm not going to be sweet about it. I'm not going to try and like sugarcoat it. I'm just going to do it. And you know, that's, that's just the way I do things. So I don't want Richter to become Trevor because, you know, they're two different characters. I want them to have their own identities. But I also, I'm not, like, I feel like Richter was a little bit of a crybaby this season. A little tiny bit. Which I don't mind it, but I also, I'm ready for him to, like, toughen up a little bit, you know? Like, now we've had our our moment to weep, so now let's wipe off the tears and, and get this thing rolling. Yeah, I think that might be a character thing, though, because I think the grit of the show really lies heavily on Annette. Yeah, that's I think, I, Annette I think she, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she's, you know, metaphorically speaking, she's the balls of the group. Mm-hmm. So maybe there will be I mean, more of them kind of intertwining, I guess. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd be yeah, down for that. For sure. <laughs> yeah. An exchanging of cojones, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> you talking about sex scenes bro <laughs> i'm just talking about grip bro that's nasty <laughs> that's nasty all rocks um, in your head man right see you, you mention all rocks and all of a sudden he's all thinking about sexy sexy time cut it out brandon <laughs> isaac hey all rocks isaac if you could if you can pick anything. I love your nickname, by the way. You, you finally saw it, didn't you? Um, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Sorry, I was muted for a sec. <laughs> so, if you were to uh, looking forward to anything in particular for season two of Castlevania Nocturne, oh, uh, it will. Uh, I know it sounds a bit. Uh, Cliche, but I would actually. I'm just curious to see how uh, Alucard will react towards uh, Richard in comparison to uh, comparison to Trevor. Kind of deal. I feel like he'll probably like him more, honestly, because again, like Trevor is very like yeah, he's Rick not polished. Like yeah, he's not a polished guy. He's really rough. Kind of could be disgusting at times. Yeah. I feel like Richter is very different in that regard. Yeah, he's also a, a, a younger than than Trevor. Yes. Yeah, he's a yeah. Young guy. Trevor was definitely like in his thirties. Yeah, he early was older 40s, and way right? more jaded. And yep. I feel yeah. like that's the Belmont. That's the Belmont thing is that the older they get, the more jaded they get because of mm-hmm. the nature of their work. You know, Look they, at right. juice. they can't help that. It's like oh yeah, exactly. Look at Juice. Like, like this he's means... jaded as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like he's good at what he does, but he's you know in life to him is like whatever. That's like the like Belmont the... attitude is just meh. You know Look, the, fact, <laughs> meh. the fact that this this right here, this meme exists. Yeah. The fact that he actually asked this question, talks to you about oh, so that's what happened to Belmonts when they grow old. 
Yeah. They just don't care. It's just. Yeah. I mean, they just naturally have a blase nature about them. Like they all, yeah. they're all very just kind of like, mm, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, you you do amazing things. I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, and it kind of makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. not to cut. All right, go ahead, Isaac. I was just going to say, um, after your 354th uh, killing of vampires and mm-hmm. potentially los- uh, losing at least a handful of comrades uh, yeah. for obvious mm-hmm. reasons, yeah. Yeah. it's yep. not that surprising if they bec- become kind of numb. Right, yeah. yeah That's sure. what I was going to say. Like, you know, after going through so much, if you don't become calloused, you're probably going to lose your mind. So Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> So let's wrap up with something fun. Take advantage that our good guest here is not just a phenomenal VO, but great gamer as well. Esa persona, guapo. So real quick, Jamie, if you could turn a a game into a show like Castlevania, what game would you pick? That's a good question. I think. Ooh, Ghost of Tsushima. We do have a movie coming out though, so low key is kind of like I'm getting no, but an anime, yes. But yeah, I would love to see that. I respect that. I respect (laughs) that a lot. It's a good one, Isaac. Let me go last. Of course. Um, I have no clue. Even though I made this, I brought this question. Mario plus rabbits. My now, mm, I don't know if I could tolerate that. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know. Pick if a real game, you maniac. <laughs> it's a fun game. Yeah, no, um, I don't game, doubt that. Yeah, I got a whole cartoon out of that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like yeah. If I have to listen to the rabbits speak for more than like uh, a I would... minute, too much. So too much. a game, I would pick something like. I want to see a legit. It's gonna be. They're, well, they're kind of they're kind of already done it, so now I can't pick that. Um, no, what, they've done what, that too. What was that choice? I was thinking of Final Fantasy, but like uh, Final Fantasy VII is getting its whole thing. But you know, you like know like you can't you can't it. say they they haven't done like a legit legit like animated yeah. show. Like no, they've done yeah. the movie, but you know they got a couple of things here and there. Right. Um, they got like the whole thing with Final Fantasy fifteen Brotherhood. That. <laughs> Um, damn, Rav. I'm sorry, says Mike in the chat. In chat, but um, I would. Ooh, I know. Well, they've done that. Damn it! Why have they done everything I want? Says the man that wants. Yeah, right. There's a lot more, right? Like I was thinking about Son of the Enders, which is a great Son of the Enders. Oh, okay. Which is great, but they do have anime, and it's not as popular. But but they do have anime, so they don't have it. But um. I don't know, man. I Ooh. like, like, I kind of want. Did you I can't play... say Devil May Cry because they've announced it. I can't say yeah, Tomb Raider because that. they've announced it, which is great. I'm glad that they're finally doing those. Yeah. Um, like they're doing a lot of great stuff. I think we're we're, we're very Kingdom like... Hearts question mark. Ooh. I. It, it would. It wouldn't be my thinking. No, but that that would be a good pick. Only only Disney can make that show. True. Also true. I was gonna that's say the only problem with it is that only Disney would yeah. be able to make that. 
Yeah. I was going to say, and this is also kind of a cheaty one, like Hi-Fi Rush just recently came out, and I really liked that. That was a cool and one. Great animation style. It was, but I'm also like, is it kind of cheating because already kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon? Or maybe they could do a different style. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I don't think that would be cheating. I think that's a pretty cool one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Oh, but they, I think, no, they made animations of that too. Damn it. Um, <laughs> but you know what? They can do the whole squeeze on it. Ooh. You imagine they haven't done this. If they give Doom the Castlevania treatment. Doom? Yes. Oh. Especially the newer ones. Mm. Like with all that, a lot more lore and glory kills and like like most christian weird game ever yeah. i mean hey, yeah. isn't he supposed to be catholic the doom guy i don't know has don't he ever know. has he ever talked about that <laughs> he's like know. let me pray before i kill my demons i know right <laughs> <laughs> i'd spike thee um the power of so, christ compels you <laughs> so rob yeah. Do do you have a yes, game? Yes, I supposed to believe Catholic. And mm. anyway, because I do have another problem. bonus question for you, Rob. Um, I I, I don't I don't know if it would be anime, but I would like to see it animated. Uh, that I think would be really fun and um could could even be it, it also because they they are kids, but I feel like the the subject matter caters to adults. So I think it would be a really fun cartoon. Would be a Psychonauts cartoon, bro. Yes, that could be insane. Yes, That's I think really and good. and yes. there's the animation is freaking crazy. Uh, the the idea of how mental health looks inside someone's brain mm -hmm. in different ways, I think, could be really like really fun to play around with. Um, yeah, so mom. yeah, I think I think I think that would actually be a very entertaining. You concept said that, to play around with and i thought about two things mm. i thought about the animation style of all real monsters from nickelodeon yeah good one yeah. for psychonauts that would be fun. either that yeah or stop motion Ooh. like Coraline and stuff like that oh yeah i think that would probably play better yeah for 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 psychonauts because it's a yeah, great yeah 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 i agree i think a stop motion Coraline, something because it also fits the darkness of the subject matter as well because it again it's kids but when you play the game you're like this is dark this is a dark mm -hmm. game you know these are dark yeah. games but they're really good they're very well done yeah so we've done the thing we've talked about castlevania nocturne we've Did given our thing. thoughts on our hey. deep dive you had a bonus question, and I haven't gotten to my game. Oh, yeah. I What's I, the bonus question for Rob? Okay. Well, give your game first, and we'll close with well, the bonus question for Rob. First of all, uh, this one is obvious. The other one is just an answer if uh, this one doesn't count. But Fire, Fire Emblem. <laughs> I, uh. I just say Fire Emblem as a whole, because yeah. I will go, uh, go so far to say that if they made a proper Fire Emblem adaptation, particularly I'm so something like, uh, particular like the Telios game with Ike, if uh, you have played some Smash Brothers, you know who that is. 
You could have the animated equivalent of Game of Thrones. And no, I'm not even joking there. You could nice. easily make, uh, make one there. If I had to make a specific uh, video game, so to speak, and not just going more Fire Emblem, it might be my weird se uh, sense of humor, but Banikasoe could be a lot of fun. Mm. I think I so, love too. Me, me, I love Would you give it the Donkey Kong treatment? No, no. No, 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 no. Fuck, though. I'm not sure of... Uh, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure what type of animation I would uh, go with Banu uh, Kasui. I would. I wouldn't. Uh, Studio-wise, I would pro uh, probably go with uh, something along the lines of Clockwork animation, someone uh, that it makes more cartoony style anime. When it yeah. comes to Fire Emblem, well, I know it's. Uh, a bit uh, generic to say, but to give it to Ufertable, Ufertable, and not, uh, yeah. I'm not saying Mappa, yeah, give it to Ufertable because them doing uh, uh, specific scenes could just be incredible, and Mappa doesn't need to have everything. Yeah, yeah, they're doing everything nowadays. But that's a good pick, man. That was a very good pick. So, as we close out our great conversation with Castlevania, Rob, thank you for being here. It's thank always an honor and a pleasure me. to have you. Yeah, appreciate um, it. I got a, Thanks for having me on. I got a bonus question for you, Guapo. I'm going to oh, put you on the spot. It's, oh, it's, boy. It's going to happen. Uh-oh. So XYZ Studio calls you for a meeting uh -huh. and tells you, Rob, what is that character that you know that you can bring to life from a video game so we can make an adaptation. If you were to pick a character that you could bring to life for an, for an adaptation, what would that character be? That's a hard question. Uh, geez. Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't think I've ever thought about that. Oh, man. Should have gave you this question before I got on the show, man. <laughs> I really got to think about that. Um, wow. Hmm. Um, oh, that is that is tough. Uh, and and presumably it's 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 a, it's a pre existing character. Oh, geez. <laughs> I didn't expect to stump you that hard, but yeah, I mean, because you know, as a voice actor, you never really think about it. Like, you know, what games you'd like to be in, but you yeah. never think about a character to take over. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like that's not really something you ever really consider because that it, it, if you're taking over it, presumably it's already something that's existed and potentially yeah. popular. Uh, so you never really think about that. Um, I mean, if I had to pick and it was absolutely my choice and somehow feasible, I would absolutely love to pick up the mantle of a young Batman. Oh, nice. Not, not an older one. I know. I don't, I, I mean, I know I could pitch lower if I wanted to, but not for a whole game. But if it was like a, the Batman 
era kind of a game his first couple years out i feel like that i could probably rock nice yeah nice hey yeah. man yeah a year one batman. and there is there is a mm-hmm. version of your batman out there for those yes. that don't know mm-hmm. yes 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 yes, yes. <laughs> you, voice, you voice him in your own little little production of hush which is great uh, yes. Yeah. I did a couple of my own videos, um, uh, that, that I did. It was a comic comic adaptations where I voiced Batman among, uh, other, uh, characters as well. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, nice. I did that. Um, that was Send me the links and I put it into the description down below. Oh, sure. It's funny. Cause I still get comments every now. I mean, these were like years ago when I did it. And, um, when I, I mean, yeah, this is pro- they're probably like five years old, maybe older at this point. I still to this day will get a random comment on those YouTube videos of people saying like, when are you dropping the next chapter? These are so good. I'm like, oh, my God, people are still watching this. This is so crazy. I know, great, I know, right? but the, you know, I, this was very early on in my career, so I never thought anything about it. But like, yeah, no, they ex- they they exist. They're out there. I mean, they're okay. You know, I I did everything myself. That's the only problem. Like each one took me about a month to put together because I did all the sound engineering and, uh, for you know uh, the car- the actors would send me their files, and I had to literally m- link them up and put them into a flow that went with the panels that were playing, adding in the sound effects. And yeah, it was, it was a lot of work, but it was cool though. I mean, they came out pretty, that's awesome. They came out pretty fun. I thought, (laughs) Hey, I would listen to your Batman all day. Thanks. I think I'm a lot better at my Batman now too. So it'd be cool to like, kind of go back and I don't know, maybe start from scratch. See if anybody wants to see if any actors felt like jumping in out of fun. Who knows? Nice. Very nice. So awesome. that's the live stream today, guys. Rob, if people wanted to find your stuff, where can they find it? Uh, well, you have my at there, so that's for Twitter. But Rob Moreira Vio is pretty much where you'll find me on Instagram. Uh, or you could just Google my name. If you Google my name, I'm very easy to find. I'm kind of all over the place. You'll see the games I'm in, the cartoons I'm in, and potentially a couple of commercials that I voiced. So you'll, you'll, you'll see, I'm not exactly difficult to find. Awesome. Awesome. If y'all like what we do here at the amateur talk podcast, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel to those 185 subscribers that have subscribed. Thank you for your amazing support. We might have to work out something to celebrate when we hit 200. So thank you for your support and for loving what we do. Make sure for those that are discovering us for the first time, subscribe, like, and make sure you share with your friends so they can join the amazing anime-loving community and awesome conversations that we have every single week. You guys are awesome. Stay awesome. We'll see you next time on the Amateur Talk Podcast. See you guys. Peace. See you later.